Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this Tuesday, July 11, 2023, this sports program starts right now. Sports! Are happening kind of you know the all-star game is this evening for the sport of baseball one sport that we don't really watch that much but last night had their most electrifying evening that they have every single year with the home run derby a son and father duo now have won the home run derby and we will be celebrating it all damn day i am currently in los angeles oh, oh, yeah. nice the weather is nice. The hotel is Art Deco-y. My wife tells me it looks like it's out of like the 1930s, but we're having a blast. Super Hollywood like Super Hollywood. <laughs> uh, getting ready for tomorrow night's ESPYs where I will be having a microphone. I will say the meetings uh, that I've been in for the ESPYs have uh, good. We'll say they've gone good. Okay, okay. that's good. good. That's a good sign. Yeah, not sure I'm telling the truth or not, but it's going to all work <laughs> out. Tomorrow night is going to be electrifying i'm an honor to be a part of it the boys are back in the thunderdome i'll be seeing them tomorrow the toxic table is here at ty schmidt at boston connor and at boston connor's beautiful mullet how are you boys doing ty home run derby what a night congrats to vlad and congrats to j-rob hitting what 41 in one round i watched that at like 1 a.m 2 a.m rerun of sports center yeah absolutely incredible everyone likes to bitch and complain about the derby because it's changed so much from a couple years ago when they used to do the outs and you know they they pitch so quick, so you can't really appreciate how far the guys are hitting the home runs. But like the home run derby is always about the moments. The person who wins is rarely who you actually remember from that particular derby. And we were talking it in you know in the group text last night. Like Adley Rutschman, he's a yeah. young catcher for mm-hmm. the uh, the Orioles. He starts his round, bats all left-handed. He's got his dad pitching to him. And then in his bonus time, he flips around and hits right-handed and and hits, I think, eight consecutive homers. And then, yeah, you you mentioned it, you know, Julio Rodriguez, hometown guy, hits 41 dingers in one round. It's like neither one of those guys won, but it's shit like that that you kind of remember. And it was like, okay, wow, this is kind of everything you want from a home run derby. And I I really do think they they capitalized and, and crushed it last night. I think so too. And you talk about that Rushman, Rushman, Rushman. Yeah, Adley Rushman. Rushman, you talk about that story with his dad thrown to him. And yeah. I know as soon as I watched the highlights, I'm like, this motherfucker should have hit right handed the whole time. Yeah. Like, just, seems like righty only knows how to hit home runs. A lot of pressure on the pitcher. This is, I think, yes. my wow. big, my big, my big takeaway every single year is the amount of pressure that is on these fucking pitchers. And I respect and appreciate whenever nice, like Bryce Harper and his dad, I remember that amazing moment. Rushman last night and his dad, that's an amazing moment. And, oh, this is my coach from college or high school that's coming to throw to me or whatever. And it's like, bro, I don't know if that's who I want floating them in there for me if I'm actually trying to win this thing. It'd be hard not. I I know Mookie did not like whoever was throwing the ball to him. (laughs) I can tell you that because his pitcher was stink. He was a bum. That's Pac-Man Jones, obviously 14-year <laughs> NFL vet, a man who's a pro bowl, all pro, and a guy that is electrifying on a microphone. And then oh, yeah. the man in the cowboy hat over there is one half of the hammer. Don! Cowboys, Tone Diggs. Uh, Tone, if you were going to be, and you grew up playing baseball, and for those that don't remember, and Nick, you're going to have to help me out here with the, some of the facts and stats. Uh, Tone Diggs was the catcher of a high school baseball team that was number one in the country. Wow. Yeah, they were number one. Number one, number one, number one state. 
and country. What were you guys? What were you guys in the country though? Like twenty first, something like that. Jeez. Okay. Oh, top twenty one in the country. Top twenty. That's pretty good. Yeah, there's a big a lot of people play baseball in yeah. the country. So yeah. t- top twenty one in the country is obviously insane, and Tone was a massive part of that. Not only on the field, on the diamond, <laughs> in the batter's box, but also as a human. You know the vibes sure. in the background. And sure, sure, sure. first round of the playoffs, that particular team that was the cock of the walk of our high school for a few months. They got 25 runs or something. No, I no. Yeah, yeah. I forget the exacts. But, but Tone, I know if your baseball life would have gone on to become a professional and you would have done a home run derby, are, are you picking coach to throw you balls? Because I honestly believe the pitcher is an actual tag team partner in his fucking home run derby, and yep. it never really gets talked about until it gets talked about. Like, it gets talked about when Mookie's pissed off. It gets talked about when it's like, hey, we need these pitches a little bit more high and inside. It's like, these motherfuckers haven't thrown 20 consecutive baseballs in maybe 30 years. Like, what are we even – we're expecting them just to be good. I almost feel like you should take it out of the players' hands that they can't pick their dad. Like, hey, we have a new rule. You can't have your high school baseball coach that hasn't picked up a mitt in four years. You actually have to have the guy that throws you every single day because there. Did you hear what he just said about Mookie Betts' pitcher? Like that guy doesn't deserve that. No, 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 no. right, brutal. He's not the only one, though. By the way, these people are being judges. These these people are being judges. Fucking professional athletes, and I'm like, what a cool moment, but also a nightmare potentially there if you just. Oh, what you got to accidentally just get tight in your shoulder a little bit, and that ball. We've seen really good athletes throw opening pitches at games. Sure, it's tough. Really good athletes. Yeah, it is not fucking easy just to groove in baseballs. Forty-one in one round. That means he had to throw like forty-five perfect pitches. Yep, forty-seven perfect pitches. Like that's a tough task. Who would you have picked, Tone, if you had to do it? And what do you think they should think about? And should the MLB tell them no more feel-good shit? We yeah. need actual. BP coaches yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Pack talked about Mookie fucking Alonzo's guy, and it's yeah. weird there because he's been in it so many times. He's won twice or whatever. He was throwing fucking sinkers low and outside, so Alonzo was having a hard time, and he wasn't hitting 41, so that doesn't matter anyways. And I love and I respect Coach, my father. Whoa. Okay. His father's father. <laughs> I, was, I respect him too. But uh, Coach was always a third base coach because, you know, he didn't, he didn't have the best pitching motion, the best pitching arm. So he was never going to be my guy there. I would always I would, I would just take the guy that would throw me BP every single day because why the fuck wouldn't you, to be honest with you? But I like the story, though. Joining us now is a man who's currently the president of the state of Ohio a little bit early on this particular Tuesday. Ooh. What a treat. What a joy. Unreal. What a gem. Ladies- Ladies and gentlemen, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner, but not a champion. Mm He couldn't will the entire United States to win the Ryder Cup, but he willed his group to get a dub. Ladies and gentlemen, father of 10, COVID survivor, and I believe ESPY's award presenter. Wow. AJ Hawk. AJ, are you giving out an award at the ESPY's, dude? Uh, I, I, that is definitely not confirmed. We will see. Everything is always very fluid in this whole universe. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. What universe? Like the free universe that Wendy's in or like the uh, universe that uh, we live in? I just mean that we, you know, things sometimes can change minute to minute, hour to hour in, in this world. In our world or like the actual world? Both. Hmm. In our world, it seems to happen on a lot more occasion, and I'm I'm realizing that that is not how it is everywhere, you know, when I'm sitting down talking to people yeah. who have had things planned out for nine weeks. 
<laughs> what? How long? Dude, the planning for this show takes a long time, I guess. It's absurd. I, mean? I guess it takes – they got a lot of things, you know, kind of locked in, dialed in. But, AJ, I don't, I don't think that's allegedly. I think it's – Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk is presenting an award at the ESPYs. Let's wow. go, Hawker! Maybe AJ. Well, no, I will. I will be tag teaming with you to present something. Correct? Uh, maybe things change. You know, minutes later. <laughs> <in this world. laughs> I may not. AJ. I may meet you in Tahoe. No, 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 no! Come on, you got the bird. No, Birds I know. I'm, I'm always. I can't. It's gonna be. Everything's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Okay, fantastic. Let's talk about the home run derby. I, I just, I know you, you kind of heard me talk about that, but I think I started paying attention to this a little bit more as we have a sports show in the middle of fucking mm-hmm. no sports time. Mm. I start paying attention more to the home run derby, and obviously we live on the internet, so like you pay attention to the reaction to home run derby. Some of these pitchers just get fucking cooked, AJ, and it's like you're watching them. And me as a competitor, if I'm in that batter's box, because punting and kicking kind of like a home run derby. You know what I mean, like. I'm trying to hit a fucking rocket every single time. So my snapper matters. Like, my snapper matters for rhythm. It matters for, like, off and running. And if my snapper's not good, that fucker's cut. You know what I mean? Like, he is, hey, see you later. In the home run derby, which is the most eyes that a lot of these guys are going to get, they're signing up, like, Evan Fox to throw for them because he's a friend. I'm like, this fucker can't put the ball. You know what I mean, AJ? It's It's a weird thing that is cool because it's sentimental, but also it's like, uh, they're about to get cooked. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you never, I guess you never know until you get out there when the, the bright lights are on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is not an easy thing to do to groove pitches over and over and over again in that stage. But that dude, uh, Adley Rutschman, however you say his last name, the Orioles catcher, um, that dude was bombing the ball. And his dad was pitching to him, but his dad was like his coach growing up, all of this stuff. His dad was grooving it. And unfortunately, we only got to see him in the first round because old buddy came out and knocked 28 right after he got 27. I love it. I love his dad doing it. I hope his dad gets on some TRT and everything oh, and is doing his next. <laughs> that's, I mean, well, that's basically what, what Harper's dad was doing pretty much. Well, and like you said, Pat, like he was, he yeah. was grooving him, but, <laughs> but, uh, his pace was all fucked up. Like he was kind of, yeah. he was kind of like admiring rhythm, rhythm. Yeah. He was admiring mm-hmm. his son's homers. And you could see the catcher kept saying, like, hey, Let's go. You got to fucking keep throwing him balls because he's in a groove right now. And if he would have, you know, he he probably saw 12 less pitches than the guy he was going against did. So, like, yeah. he, he, he performed as well as he could have, yeah. but he had no chance to actually move on to the next round. Yeah, and I I bet on Rushman. I love the guy. I really do. I wanted him to do well. There's this cool clip. Well, this sounds like you don't. Hold really. on, That's hold on. There's this cool clip of him in his first game. He takes his catcher mask off. He looks around the stadium. You can really tell it's sinking in. His dad just needed to shut the fuck up and stop talking while he was pitching him the ball. I don't know if anyone else heard this, but he kept saying, like, good hit, good, stay locked in, stay locked in. But he kind of screwed his kid over. Like, I assume Adley, once he See, got- this is what I'm talking about. Well, this, this cannot be the conversation. The MLB needs to do something for this not to be the conversation. Like, just have an all-time pitcher out there. One one pitcher for all of them would make – you know, sense. That's a lot and of balls, though. It takes I mean, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot better of balls. Juice up his arm. Yeah. So then, one American League, one National League, maybe one guy for but one. But some side of the guys of the that were con, didn't you see, Pat? Didn't some of the guys that were you know having an off night pitching? Some of them were their normal BP pitchers, weren't they? I think yeah. some of them actually yeah. were. Yeah, any, anybody can have a bad night. That's why, like, adding in, like, oh, the guy's fifty five years old and hasn't thrown balls in fucking six years. Like, I assume I'm not hundred percent sure. 
humans are humans, always have been. There's a chance that the homo sapien body of the arm gives out. Mm. You know what I mean? And if there's uh, how much money's on the line in this entire thing? Is it a million? Uh, I think it's a million. Yeah. 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 I think they get a truck too. Yeah, and a truck. I, I li- I've seen uh. robots hit holes in one, okay, on golf courses. Yep. And they do it over and over and over. Why do we not have a robot? Uh, Why do we not have uh, a robot? Tone wants AI to take another nope. job. I don't You're right. No, a jugs machine. What I don't about want the robot to have machine. a brain. I don't want the robot to have a brain, okay? I just want the robot to do one thing, and that's one thing only, and that's groove high and inside fastballs, okay? But yeah. if you got the pitch machine, you, you the batter don't different. get the rotation of the ball coming out of the pitcher hand. That's a whole lot different than... Nah, I got throwing the ball. Now it's part of it. I think it's part of it. You're pitching. It's all. This is all part of it. I think. Like you gotta. Yeah. I think it's a variable that they need to have. They need. To, I think they should continue the way they're doing. And hey, you gotta step up to the plate if you're the pitcher. You gotta figure it out. I agree. I agree. It's a tag team, but I just hope the players, you know, actually test their dad or their high school before we get Rutschman. out there in front of the right. fucking. Pat, you know they did that. Rutschman, they said he he and his dad were in Yankee Stadium like a couple weeks before working on home run derby stuff and how they're going to do it. I guess. I love it. I love that they're doing that. He had a great With performance, crowd, obviously. Yeah, one you know, round. Pat, Pat, you're telling yeah. me you wouldn't want Tim McAfee <laughs> out there on the mound, humming balls right over the meatballs for you to just take deep center field. I love Tim McAfee. Okay, Uh-oh, of I love him. Mm-hmm. But Tim McAfee ain't won that job either. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Tim Tim would be there. He'd be very supportive. And if I asked him to do that, he'd be like, all right, fuck, I'll figure out how to do this. And he'd probably create something that would make his arm be able to be – this makes an arm the most repeatable like he would do. Like that, is, that is what Tim would do. But I would not want to put my dad in that situation where he's potentially going to get it on the shins. Yeah real hard mm. you know what i mean let alone me being super competitive i'm taking instead of a night off which a lot of these guys do i'm getting winded those motherfuckers were tired oh, yeah. we're talking so i'm hey dad i'm trying to win a million bucks and i'm working my ass off here let's fuck tim doesn't want to deal with that either. he don't want to deal with me going like arrest thanksgiving next year you know what i mean christmas sure mm-hmm. new year's birthday what? somebody what? not me not me but somebody's gonna be like so what happened there late, Tim? Yeah, Tim, you little kind of fucked it up. And it said, "Well, my machine, my machine, <laughs> I had it." And then, and then I'm gonna have to answer. It's like I love the sentimentalness of it all, and I appreciate it. But also, like, let's make sure we're not putting somebody out to the pasture here, too. You know what I mean? Because uh, when it the, it doesn't show up until it shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of the old saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't show up till it shows up. Speaking of. Showing up. Something came out of Northwestern over the last few days that I don't think any of us could have expected, especially in the year 2023. Now, ex-players and uh, a couple ex-players and a couple ex-personnel, I don't know how else to describe this, uh, basically told reporters and others about everything that was going on, allegedly inside of the Northwestern locker room. Now, I'm only saying allegedly because every player that is playing for Northwestern currently, and they might feel obligated or forced to say this to back Pat Fitzgerald, uh, who's their guy and everything like that, they said this was not at in the locker room. Pat did not know about this, but it certainly – it sounds like it did happen, this stuff. It, yeah. it, it did happen. This is my kind of takeaway. We're still early in this whole thing, and we're going to learn more and more and more. But even with the current players saying that and seemingly – 
a couple ex-players saying to the contrary. Pat's been fired 17 years as the head coach of Northwestern Wildcats. Just a couple weeks in his terms because he's getting lawyers to fight this. Just a few weeks after he and the president and the AD kind of learned of all this and made a decision that a two-week suspension would be worthy. And he said, Pat said in his statement that everybody agreed that I did not know that this was happening. But the president and the AD also understand that he who is at the top or she who is at the top is in charge of everything that's happening in there. The culture of your team is on you, pal. It's not on anybody else. So your ignorance claims aren't a valid one. Wild scene in Northwestern. I do not know this type of hazing was still happening in the sports world, let alone in the football world, let alone in Big Ten football world in 2023. But I assume the situation is only getting started, AJ, and it's kind of taking the football world by storm here. Yeah, I mean, for – Pat Fitzgerald, you talk like that dude is Northwestern. Play, he's a legend as a player, and then he's coached there ever since he got done playing, been the head coach forever. He's still owed $42 million as well. That is why I believe he retained some, some high-profile lawyers to try to make sure, hey, you can fire me with cause, but you're going to be paying me something as well. So I don't know how that's all going to go, but what is North, like, as a program, what does Northwestern do? That's going to be tough. I know they're already faculty's already saying shut down the renovations on the stadium and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I just – I don't know. I don't – if he did, I don't know, like, what – because you are the head coach, yes, it falls on you. But, yeah, it would, it'll be interesting to see, like, when he does speak, when he's allowed, when he can legally. I'm sure his lawyers are saying absolutely not. Do not do anything right now. But, like, how much did he know? Did he have an idea? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't get it. What what allegedly happened is terrible. I mean, it's it shouldn't be happening. Man. I've, never, I've never seen it happen before. I agree. I've never heard of it. There, I, I actually hold on. I've heard of it before. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I think I've heard of every type of hazing before. You know, like you've mm-hmm. heard of it. You're like, yeah. hey, they could do this. They yeah. do do this. I've never been around a place that did it though. Like I am very lucky. I've talked about this numerous times. I have heard about hazing and things. I've never been around it. You know, when I was a freshman, before I was even a freshman in high school, I like my or freshman in college. I was invited to a party with guys that just went to the NFL, Pac-Man and Slim in them. It wasn't like, uh, hey, you're a freshman. We want to beat the shit out of you. Right. It was the complete opposite. It was actually, the, it was the, hey, let's go have a good time. I think I kept up to that particular summer <laughs> evening. So I think I, I think I, uh, I think I earned, you know, my stripes potentially pretty quickly through that and the workouts. But Pac-Man, there's a lot of shit that Rich Rodriguez had no idea was going on. You know what I mean? Like there is, it, there is very plausible that Fitzgerald had no idea that this was taking place. Now, maybe he did. And the people that are alleging all this stuff were saying that he was kind of a ringleader. Like he was, he knew about it. He wanted it. It was in the middle of the locker room. Like that sounds, that sounds crazy to me in 2023 with how many cameras around everything, especially in big 10 football. But this is what first somebody is alleging. And obviously it's happened. There is a world where he doesn't know that this shit's happening though. Pac, don't you agree? Mm, I don't know for how long Uh, you've been there a while. I know. 17 years is a long time, Pac. Fuck that 17. he don't know nothing. He knows something. He got to know something, yeah. Pat. Like, and, and from all the shit that's coming out, it seems like it's adding up to me. <laughs> well, that's what they said. They said there has been examples and evidence of saying that this stuff definitely happened. And I think, boys, you might have read into it a little bit more than me. I think there's players that are like, yeah, this, this definitely happened. Yeah. But it wasn't at like – 
Pat Fitzgerald's call or whatever, like what was being alleged. And they might be just saying that trying to save their coach. Yeah. You know I mean, they're just trying to save their coach too. Which also makes sense, which is why like the players now, them backing him up, but like I could see why they would do that. He recruited them and everything, but there was that thing in the article. Like he was pointing out kids, right? Or he was like doing yeah. the hand signals up near players, whether they were stretching or doing something, talking about like a freshman, like, yeah, they probably need to be uh, runned was the term because running was one of the activities. Uh, so Yeah, that's from the allegation, right? From that's the not, from the, yeah. not from the yeah, 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 investigation. Yeah. No, no, no. That's just part of what has been kind of alleged from the uh, whistleblower, which is what they're calling the kid that kind of started the conversation around. My this. question is, though, like... Hey, t- Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. Um, like what? So there was a two-week suspension. Was the, the was this all new stuff that came out no. that they decided to fire him now? Or was it just like, oh, people were up in arms now. We have to fire you instead of two weeks. Yeah, no, the article came out today and it said it was the university president's decision that the facts all remain the same. Nothing new has come out since then. But, uh, I mean, obviously you get this kind of blowback in like the media and everything. He probably thought his hands were tied. I'm so fascinated by it, bro, because – I mean, you see the way other people start talking about it. It's like, we can't have this happening. But no way. No this way. stuff can't be. I, and that might be why Northwestern is ass, by the way. Like, yo, if you're just sure. trying to run everybody out of your fucking program, okay, and treat people like that, those things are going to add up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that one person that you potentially dry hump uh, on a Wednesday, just, you know, for no reason, right. like two years from now, you might need them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might need them. Like, you might need that person. So, like, that was Peyton's take on hazing when I got to the Colts, and I found it to be, like, a really – I'm not saying he created it, but he's like, hey, if we want to win the Super Bowl, which is what we're trying to do here, and we end up losing to the Saints in the Super Bowl, so he kind of called a shot, too, that we're going to make the Super Bowl. But he he said, if we're going to try to win the Super Bowl, like, we're going to need rookies. Mm -hmm. We don't need – we don't need these all – them all hating us. Like, that is – that seems to be – counteractive to what we're trying to do in this whole team build thing. So hopefully like Northwestern learns and their fans learn why your team has been ass for so long. Like everybody says, well, it's the educational reason. It's the, it's not easy to get in there. You know, it's tough to do. It's like a lot of really smart schools have good fucking football teams somehow. You know what I mean? And it's, I think the culture. So if you want to fire Pat Fitzgerald for sucking. Okay. I understand. He's been here a long time. His recruiting classes, everything like that. They stink. If you get a Northwestern game on TV, you're bummed about it. Mm-hmm. It is not it is not a fun thing. But also from within it, you got naked bear crawls and naked slingshots happening. On, I don't know what else is taking place, what else is being said, but that doesn't a team building experience, AJ. And teams win. Those who do that type of bullshit lose normally. The boys would know better than me. Has there been anyone else other than this? anonymous whistleblower coming out saying hey this happened to me as well and are there like where are where's everybody else from the years from guys that have played there in the past maybe former players has anybody else come out either way there was the anonymous guy with all like the naked bear crawls uh-huh. and stuff Hold on, like- Ty, is he the sorry to cut you off is he the guy that said allegedly said like hey one of the somebody said the the whistleblower said i'm out to get fitzgerald or something who was that that was that was in a report. I don't, I don't know if that was just uh, someone responding to the, like someone already on the team responding to the claims. The only other thing I've seen is a guy actually an offensive lineman actually put his name on it and he said that there's like a uh, a culture of like racism and yeah. and basically Jeez. that like if you're not a white guy yeah, I, I think this guy was uh, Mexican and he basically said like 
not only Mexican guys, black guys, they made them cut their their dreads and stuff like that to kind of like keep in line with like the wildcat way or whatever. And he just, you know, yeah. So like basically he made it seem like. We have no place for this shit. Yeah. If you weren't a white guy, they made you feel incredibly uncomfortable. That's a whole other part. Like if you fire them. Yeah, I don't know about look that at either. The culture of the team, and you can say, "Oh, do he do he have something to do with it, or do he don't?" Just look at the fucking roster. Hmm. Yeah, that guy yeah, Diaz well, Pac- too said he had PTSD. Pack, here's another thing. Well, that's crazy. So sorry to hear that. I mm-hmm. hope he gets it figured out. Honestly, ayahuasca might be the key. True. The right. I don't. Our show obviously says a lot of that, but PTSD helps with that. Hopefully, that'll help old Diaz. And once again, we don't believe that this is how anybody's football experience should be. We yeah. fucking love football. Yeah. So like this type of this type of shit is not good for our sport as a whole when it comes out because people think, oh, did you hear about the football idiots what they were doing, especially at Northwestern with how, yeah, you know, oh yeah, right, mm-hmm. you know how how hoity- Pat, wasn't it also the didn't the uh, the people who came who found all this and researched and did the investigating wasn't it their student newspaper the Northwestern mm-hmm. newspaper or whatever yeah yeah. Yeah, but ESPN I think was running a uh, an investigation alongside of it. I think I think there was I think it was coming. I think okay. I think, how did, how did it not, take this all, long for this to get out? This has been going on for years. How are we just learning about it now? Is right. the question. With everybody who has phones with cameras and all with transfer portal and just mm-hmm. like yep. everything, there's so many jaded people these days who have access mm-hmm. to be able to say, "Nah," in babyface too, like mm-hmm. babyface fashion, be like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" Is just not good for society, football, college football, what? Big Ten football, what? sports as a whole. Like that seems like something that would have got out. Pack, I, I, I just feel like I don't know how it hasn't got out. What else do we not know about? Right. Um, and like maybe ultimately a little refresh will start the Northwestern or restart the Northwestern football team on a good step. But all the shit that we're hearing not conducive to winning football. That's huh. like, <laughs> how how can you win like that? Like, come on, bro. Like. We don't have a place. Hey, by the way, Pack. Right? By the way, Pack. Pack. By the way, gonna need you to shave those dreads, Paul. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nah. Imagine McAfee way. Can you imagine that? Hey, cut your hair. You got pro. So I had long hair, obviously. Cut your mullet. Point. Cut your mullet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Or no you can't way. walk in the building. No way. Connor. Well, and that was yeah. that was part of it. Is the guy said like. Plenty of white dudes had super long hair. You know, they could do whatever the hell they wanted to, but all the black guys who had dreads, like, those were getting cut. That is bullshit. How? How is it? But, like, how? how is how, that, like, yeah, how's nobody know, you know? Like, how do we not know about that sooner? Because that feels like something, I don't want to say archaic, but I guess it's very much still out there. I'm not saying it's not out there. There's always going to be mm-hmm. racist assholes out there. We don't love it. We are hoping to get to a world in which it doesn't exist and everybody gets along. Okay, I would like to say that. But like follow up, how have we not heard about this if it's happened over the last few years? I don't people scared probably to talk. Like you think Diaz was scared to talk because then he thinks other football coaches won't give him a chance because he to. did that. Like what do you I wonder if that's the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like- Pack, you would know Pack, you would probably understand honestly more than any of us about this whole fight. No, I wouldn't about I've never had a coach tell me to cut my hair or do something to that extent or walk around with your ding ding or whatever it was <laughs> allegedly mm-hmm. uh that he had those guys doing. But me personally, I just maybe it's just cause the kids that he's recruiting. If I went and looked at the roster, don't look like he got a lot of inner city kids on his roster. So maybe he got one or two 
that he probably thought that he can change or whatever. But like, if you look at the roster, it's all it's it's not a, 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 it's not a, it's not even like twenty brothers on there. I think he comes from a real nice family, yeah. and there's Ray. Uh, I um I think there is something to the fact that there are some institutions and I feel like the Northwestern football one now the way we're looking at it was like an institution like mm-hmm. hey yeah. this is just how it goes I think I think there was no expectation for the football team to be good I think Pat was always talked about as a coach who is a guy who builds men yeah loves and, his players and like everything like that mm-hmm. but once again they never won right? like Ty you know the Big Ten more than me they stunk. I think we had this conversation like two years ago, or maybe it was 2019 when I was getting into game day a little bit, trying to learn more about college football. Where I'm like, so this guy's been here for how long? Yeah. And they said, and I'm like, this team sucks still. Like how anywhere else, dude would have got like, hey, we need, to, we need to win. He just kind of got a pass. You think it's just because Northwestern was like, ah, oh, we have a football team. Uh, like, what do you? What, how- I think there are definitely levels to it because before he got there, like they were, you know, bottom five team in college football, like just so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, I think he did kind of turn them around. Like in the uh, late two thousand, late two thousands, early twenty tens, I think they had a couple good seasons. And granted, they were in the the Big Ten West, so it was a little, you know, they weren't playing. Ohio State and Michigan every every year. So they had a couple opportunities to like actually, you know, go to the Big Ten championship or, you know, make a bowl game or, or kind of compete. But over the last, you know, they had that little run and then you're right. Like over the last Jeez. five to six years, they've kind of gone back down the chute. But like uh when when the Packers, after they got rid of Mike McCarthy, Pat Fitzgerald was a name that was on like they were talking about him getting the Packers job. Like he was as hot as you know, at least back then. So that would have been what four years ago. Like he was as hot then as he's ever been. And and now you wonder. It's like, is that anyone else going to give him a shot even after this? Like it is crazy. Hell no, ain't nobody. Gonna I don't know. Well, he'll be a consultant, right? Because he's going to get paid this money. Yeah. So he'll go be a behind the scenes consultant somewhere. Joining us now is a man who's not from the football world, but is a journalist. Yeah. So. I'll be excited to kind of get his take on this. The MLB insider for this particular program, an absolute dog, a man who every time he steps into the batter's box of our program absolutely hits a home run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jet Passing. Yeah. Yeah. What's Jet, up, what's boys? Up, How are you? I'm doing hey, like I'm the great, Orlovsky man. walk and talk thing today. So this is like, this is new. Normally I'm sitting down on the set and, uh, not today. Yeah, but you look cool. Just don't eat like Orlovsky. He thinks he's fucking Brad Pitt notions of left. <laughs> he just it's disgusting. It's it, his his taste in food is legitimately the worst of any adult human being I've ever met. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> like I, I love I love Dan. Dan's a wonderful person. Dan's like the kindest soul. Um his palate's garbage. His food takes suck. And I wish he would never, ever address food again and just grow up and eat like an adult. But when he comes on our show, he just shoves all that terrible food. He's like, look at this. I'm eating mustard with mayonnaise just by itself. <laughs> and then like he just and then he's like, well, I think uh, I think Sam Darnold's going to have like that. That's like his thing. Mm-hmm. He looks, so I'm appreciative of the walk. It's OK as long as you're not eating. Well, I want to wrap up this because I think you'll probably have a pretty good take on this whole thing. We as football stooges. 
thought that the hazing that is being alleged in Northwestern was something in the past because it felt like there was a time where a lot of these stories were coming out. And then almost as a football yeah. community, I don't know about baseball, but as a football community, we're kind of like, ah, we're not doing that type of stuff anymore. Now, fraternities and sororities and other clubs right. and other sports, who knows? There's hazing literally in all different places. But it felt like football got to a point where we all agreed, like, let's we'll carry bags, we'll get water, like, we'll do that. We'll pay for whiskey, we'll take a dinner. Right. Like, right. We'll do this differently than, like, sexual assault, sexual harassment, everything like that. So when this Northwestern story comes out of nowhere, it surprises the hell out of, I think all, like AJ, I was genuinely surprised that that was allegedly still happening. In Not good for football, Jet. This is not good for football at all. The journalism aspect of it is one, though, that I think is great. Like the student newspaper kind of got to the bottom of this. ESPN yeah. was running an investigation at the same time. What are your thoughts on a guy losing his job because of allegations? And what are your thoughts on how this potentially ripple effects into the future, Jet? Look, I have a teenage son who plays organized sports, and this is the sort of stuff that I worry about all the time. And ultimately, it's on the coach, right? Like That's why Pat Fitzgerald lost his job, because it is his program, because he is in charge of every aspect of it. And, you know, if you go back and look at the days of NCAA violations where they actually had like letter of the law and came down on schools. What was the penalty that you often heard about most lack of institutional control? That's what this is. This is lack of institutional control. If you're running a program, you are running all aspects of it and you're responsible for all aspects of it. And, you know, as, as much as we can sit here and say, boys are going to be boys. There are just some lines that cannot be crossed. And I'm glad that now we say these lines cannot be crossed. Like we're making progress as human beings when there is less hazing and less stupidity going on. And incidents like this, I think, really serve to scare straight other programs and other organizations where something like this may happen and leaders may step up and say, hey, this is not okay, not in my program. Jet, I just, I don't want to be naive, and I guess I am naive. I'm a super like, nah, that ain't happening. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I am. I don't want to be super naive. I'm not sure that type of shit's happening in a lot of places anymore. Honestly, it might have in the past. And AJ, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't think, like yesterday, the natural thought was in 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, with everybody having cell phones, cameras, transfer portal, you know, people being jaded, being public about being jaded. Us just now finding out about that is was a, a mind blow, especially when it came out and they were like, yeah, photos have basically said that this is definitely happening. Now, yeah. did Pat know about it or not? Photos are saying it's happening. Doesn't matter. I don't know how this didn't get that, Pat, that, that, yeah. that, that, that doesn't matter if Pat Fitzgerald. Oh, agreed, 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 agreed. Different point, though. Like, how do we not hear about this? Like, you know? And if it, it like, just feels like in the modern era that we're in technology wise, this is something that we should have heard about. And it does make you think, like, what's going on in other places all yeah. of a sudden, you know? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And and look, one good thing about journalism, one thing that I will stand up for my fellow reporters for every like our job is to seek the truth, right? Our job is to expose bad things that are happening. And I give a ton of credit to the student reporters, to my colleagues and to others who brought this story to light. And I, I think the like one thing I'm taking away from this beyond the hazing, beyond the details of it, like Northwestern bungled this entire thing like they handled it so poorly from the get-go and 
it's fallen back on them. And Northwestern's, a, I mean, Northwestern's a school that has a pretty pristine and sterling reputation. And so to to see this, to see the way that Michigan State mishandled Larry Nasser, to see the way that uh, Michigan screwed it, like, you know, for the Big Ten, there, there's State. been a lot of bad yeah. things that have Ohio happened. State, Penn State. And, yeah, Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah. Ohio State, Ohio State, Iowa. Iowa. Yep. No, no, but this no. is, but this is erroneous. Here's, here's Iowa, to me is what this erroneous, comes back erroneous. to. Every Big Ten school. <laughs> here's here's what this comes back to um college sports is a big big business and there are going to be people no. who try and bury no people are going to try and bury skeletons all the time and that's why reporters uh and and that is why uh, people who are are willing to speak the truth whistleblowers uh are, are so vital in situations like this because the truth does warrant being exposed and it is necessary to show that where there is money, there is often ugliness as well. And that, that, that ugliness, you know, over the last five years in college sports, it's been playing out again and again and again. Yeah. It's a very fascinating time. We're in a big transition phase. Hopefully we'll never hear from, Hey, you know what? We'll never hear this type of stuff again. Yeah, the last time. Oh, yeah. Jet, let's okay. talk about the home run derby. And I know Ty has a bunch of questions for you as does AJ. Last night was electrifying. Is that everything that the MLB wanted? And quick follow-up here before you and Ty dive into an actual conversation here. Why doesn't the MLB just say, hey, you're not allowed to have a friend, a dad, an old high school coach throw to you anymore? Because if you read some of the internet comments about some of these pitchers, boy, I don't know (laughs) if they knew they were signing up to be judged as a professional fucking athlete. (laughs) These people are being judged as if they're professional athletes out there. I'll say this. Adley Rutschman's father was awesome. And he here's the thing. Like, he went to New York and threw him batting practice at Yankee Stadium. He went to Minnesota and threw him batting practice there. He, he felt like his arm wasn't loose enough. So uh, Randy Rutschman went to Central Park and started playing long toss with his wife, with Adley's mom. Like, he, was, he wanted go. to be locked in for this. But here's the thing. Uh, you know, I asked him, like, is how great would it be to win? And he was like, you know what? Winning is not, like, the important thing here. Baseball is such but, a father and son game. But and we play to a, win the game. There's a million dollars on the line, yeah. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, the moment that they had, imagine that, in front of 50,000 people, your dad is just throwing pipes right down the middle, and you're hitting home runs from the left side, and then you're hitting home runs from the right side, and then some guy cool. goes out and beats you 28 home runs, seven of them longer than 440 feet, and then Julio does his thing, and then Vladdy does like, uh, yeah, it was a good night for baseball. Like there, there were people who had charisma and personality in the derby, and I think the Seattle pizzazz. crowd was a little, a little pizzazz. A lot yeah. of pizzazz. I think okay. it was a lot of pizzazz. Good, good, AJ. A lot of riz and piz. Jet, what do you uh, – <laughs> exactly. What do you think of uh, the whole format and everything? I know everyone, especially baseball purists, love to be up in arms and saying, hey, it's, we don't need the clock. We need 10 outs. I want to watch the, the homers go. I wish Berman was back giving the back, back, back oh, calls. What do you God. make of all of that? Back, 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 back. Got any more in you? Well, then he does the whoop. Whoop. 
Put the gas in the jet passing. Back, 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 back. AJ, sorry about that. How could you not get into the back, 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 back? It's kind of your fault. It is mine. We're going. Back. You got a jet. You're clear, jet. They're not going to interrupt you. You can go. No, of course not. Staring Back. Back. You like the format, Jet? You like it? <laughs> <laughs> not answering this question. Come on. Come on. By you want to go back, 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 Or do you want it to be the new? Is there a middle? Is there in between? Orlovsky. Orlovsky just texted me and said, I thought we were friends. So he's a little hurt. Yeah, he texted me, screw you, too. So I wish we could oh. go back, 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 the conversation about it earlier. But AJ brings up a good question. AJ, I'm sorry that happened, but it's your fault that you did it. Yeah. The, the internet does get pissed off about not seeing every single ball. And then I guess on ESPN2, they had an actual hit chart. Mm-hmm. ES, their regular main feed, they didn't. Like, how do they fix that, you think? What do you, is there a way to fix it, or is this what, this is what it is? This is a fucking great event. I was going to say, are we just going to complain about everything? Like, I, I thought the home run derby was enjoyable. And I think that the way it's supposed to go is that players aren't supposed to get pitches until the previous one lands. But, you know, they want to win like a million bucks are on the line. So, uh, well, it's not about that. It's well, not about a million bucks. Some yeah. of them don't want to uh, win. It's about the dad and son. Yeah. Remember, you just said that. Let's just go. lose back, all back, of back, my money. <laughs> Got nothing anymore. Let's go to Ty. Ty has a question for you. Ty has a lot of questions for you that are good. Let's go back, 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 back. Uh, Jet, just curious. Do you think this is going to be like kind of the group of guys we have going forward? Like I was saying before the show this morning, they would never do it because he would strain like a forearm and be out for eight months. But like John Carlos Stanton should be in the uh, home run derby every single year. Do you think yep. uh, we're kind of past the point of like like the big, really big marquee superstars are going to be in this event, and and it's kind of just going to be like these younger guys who are kind of on their way up? Like, are are they okay with just grabbing these guys who are about like on the precipice of being huge, or do you think we'll go back to a time where we'll see like Stanton and Judge and and Otani and like some of the big mashers actually be in this? Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a balance. Um, I would love to see Otani do it one more time. Like, I was standing next to him. He was up on the steps just sort of peeking over. He was talking with uh, his interpreter, like, making his picks before the before the thing actually started. And, and so seeing him engaged as much as he is makes me think, like, hey, maybe it's a possibility that he'll be back for one more run. But, yeah, this is an event for younger guys, like, especially with the timed aspect of it. Like you get tired. Like it, it feels like a boxing round for them because they're, you know, they are out there just taking full on daddy hacks every time. Like, you know, 40, 50 swings over the course of three and a half, four minutes. And, uh, you know, Mookie Betts, like he got tired. And Mookie Betts is But was the ball back? Like 30. But Cause Mookie pitcher, back or was the ball's back? Because Mookie pitcher, uh, I probably could have threw better balls than Mookie Pitcher. Well, he probably shouldn't have been in it from the get-go, though. Well, he got 26 home runs. Oh, man. In, in the season. But, but that's, that's the, with the knowledge. But I love that's this. the other thing, though, Jet. 
Ty, he just made a better point than you. Did. No, he, no. Let me let Ty. Because in the regular season, he's hitting off guys throwing 97, 98, not guys throwing 50 in the home run derby. But I was going to say, like, the the big thing that they're doing with like the bonus time and everything, it's guys hitting over four forty. Like yeah. Mookie Betts wasn't gonna hit two homers over four forty. You know, I mean, they, like a couple of the guys did, but like if that is juice them up, yeah. If that's what Please. they're trying to Metal do, bats. like don't you think we should Actual have juice? more guys who are just <laughs> yep. gonna absolutely fucking bomb it? Like that's kind of what, especially with the launch yeah. angle and the stat cast and all that bullshit. Like that's what they're looking for. No, that's isn't that what you want to see too? Don't you want yeah, to see no, dudes abs- hitting yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely, abs- guys. Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> like that's the ideal thing. You want to see guys like the longest home run last night? I think went four eighty four. I want to see a five hundred home run every Over year. Forty five. You know. Yeah, I want to. Right. You know, we know wanna, you got to work today. We know you got to work today. You know I know you got to work today with the All Star you know game. I, yeah, man. Hey, we appreciate you. Know, you know where I got to go? Where? Back, 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 back to work. That was good. That was good, Jet. Killed it, Jet. I wonder if that – you see the kid get hit in the face in the outfield, by the way, because that kid might be dead. Someone tore an ACL too, right? Probably. I think someone in the outfield tore an ACL. That's awesome. Did they – I didn't get to watch it live. I had to watch a replay because I was traveling. Did they have the – 4,000 kids and then, like, oh. the six bigger kids out in the, oh, yeah. in the yeah. outfield mm-hmm. again. Yeah. You yep. bet. Yep. That feels like that That could be reimagined a little bit, I think. That, I, that think so. I don't know. If kids are going to get hit in the face every single year, put more out there. Yeah, that I'll was stick around. That kid was in the stands, wasn't he? The no. kid hit in the face when he in the stands? No, no he was on the field. field. Oh, oh, field. Absolute yeah. line drive down the line. and I mean, the kid dropped like a fucking yeah. sack of Well, a little, a little self-awareness. <laughs> if you're not Jeez. good and you can't catch, don't be out there. Don't go up from there. Vlad, too. Yeah, but if you're – I never played baseball one time. I'm 10 years old, and they go, hey, you want to go out in the outfield for this thing? I'm like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. And then little do I know, potential. Hi! Herbo, Herbo uh, got to do it one year. He yeah, was out yeah. there. He did. Oh. Was it anything like his jumper? I hope not. <laughs> I sure hope not. I think they're a baseball family, so I, oh boy, that who knows? Oh. Herbo's got to be better at baseball than he has. He has a bad jumper, really? Oh, oh my God. Bad, uh, no, a bad jumper would be a AJ. huge compliment. We have AJ, no this jump. is the funniest. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen athletically happen. Like legit. Is he there? So is he in the Thunderdome. Yeah, he's, he's he'll, watching he'll, Netflix. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's making his way to a microphone right now. He can hear us. He's out there in the. Um, he's at. Yep, there he is. Maybe he's out there. Shaking his head. <laughs> so, he works out every day. Okay, he's properly jumped. Properly he himself. runs. He can run a little yeah. bit. He yeah. runs. Yeah. He can catch a football. He can throw a football. But, so like. He's handsome. He's charming. So, so whenever you start thinking, you're like, okay, this kid's kind of athletic. You know what I mean? Kind of athletic. So, just if somebody had zero athleticism and they start to shoot a basketball, I'm like proud of them. If it like hits the rim, I'm like, way to go. You know, mm-hmm. Herbo, kind of athletic. I'm expecting a little bit of something. Yes, because yeah. that's just like natural. I start watching this fucking guy shoot. You know, I don't know what the ESPYS <laughs> is doing tonight. They should roll out a basketball hoop, and they should just let Herbo <laughs> shoot for four to five minutes. He he does what he thinks he's supposed to do. Like he'll do the whole he would do the whole thing. I've never seen a bigger miss radius out of somebody. <laughs> he'll 
same exact motion. He'll get the ball real confident. I'm going up with it. He'll hit the front of the rim. It's like, okay, that's not a bad miss. Then he'll go to the next one. He'll miss the entire backboard. Like, he'll miss the entire, you know what I mean? Left or right. The whole fucking backboard. Like, just, that's a that's a nine-foot difference. The hoop <laughs> is 10 feet tall. So he's almost 100% off of where he could have been. And he's athletic. It makes no Does it look sense good, how though? trash he is. No. Does it look oh, decent? No. I was, when you say bad, bad, when you say a bad shot, I think of like, my buddies that never played basketball, like wrestling buddies I have that just wrestled their whole life. Bingo. And they get on a court and they shot oh. put the ball straight from their shoulder. Like that's Worse Robert. than wrestlers. Worse Whoa. than wrestlers. Yep. Worse than, w- hockey, worse than players. hockey players. Yep. Yes. I'd like to see it. It is. He's bad, AJ. It's, 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 yes. it's a spectacle. It is, AJ. A, what if he drains? What if he drains three live on camera right here? I think oh, he's coming. Yeah, yeah he's coming oh. out to shoot right now. Better chance of like. winning the lottery. <laughs> yeah, actually. All right, here we go. If I believe Urbo you. Makes, I believe in you. If Urbo makes three jumpers, how far? Okay, we'll give. He's so pissed. Hundred people. He is so pissed. He is so pissed. People. Top of the key. Five. <laughs> This is kind of hazing right now. This is kind of hazing. I'm never, trying to give him a good moment because you guys are slandered. Oh, I've never seen this. Him. I've never seen AJ. that face on Herbie before watch with him AJ. shaking his head. We should put him in the gym. We should put him in the Hawkeyes. Bro, just like the forms there. <laughs> Boom. That was much better. He has gotten much better. Almost okay, went in. Herbie. And he's taking threes. Herbie, take a That looks throw. better, though. It looks a lot better than the old shot putters I was talking about. Southpaw? Okay. Yeah, look at this one-handed. He's been working on this. Whoa, what? Well, still good. Okay, okay. Yeah. He was here till He's not like shooting his normal jumper. I didn't feel as good on like, that. Oh. One. I did the first. Herbie's right. been putting up like a thousand Herbo, shots. Get your ass down here and do your He's shot, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do, do your normal, normal shot. Do your normal shot. Off yeah, the dribble. Your shot. You're off the dribble jumper. Yeah, yeah you're off the dribble. Please, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, step back. Sorry about it. Step back. Bucket. Hey, he looked good. He had he got some spring in his step. He looks good. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Bro, it's all there. It's all there. Like, he's pretty it confident. Is. And then you get to this point, and we have no idea where it's going. I mean, I've never oh seen God. it. Like, oh, that was a bad one. Yeah. Did that, that go in? No. No, it was an air no. ball. No. 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 I mean, he was here until midnight last night working on his job, too. I'm he didn't play SPs basketball. Four to five minutes. He didn't, but he's still, like, kind of athletic. It just it, makes, it like, is. Listen, if we had never seen anyone in the office play basketball before and like we were just picking up teams five on five, he'd be a top three, four pick. I yeah. Bet. yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Because he's smacking the floor, obviously. <laughs> right. The way he Rebounding. We, he's Ohio fuck naturally, even though he's lived dirty, in other places. Dirty would probably be less. Well, you've seen his shot. I shoot way oh, better than him. Oh, really? I shoot a thousand times better than him. Dirty. 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 Oh. Dirty. Hey, Dirty's having a baby girl. Dirty's having a baby girl. Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. She'll be able to shoot too. Hey, Dirty. Oh, I was about to say, let's hire a tutor for that one. Though. <laughs> Shit, hold on now. Her mom is way too smart for all that. Oh, hey, maybe an astronaut, maybe uh, change the world, whatever the case no, is, but... If she starts to fall in love with sports, I think you should definitely hire somebody to teach her how to shoot. Yes. But you've been working. Please. You've been working dirty, which I appreciate. Her, dirty's better than Herbo. But it is a. Thank you, Pat. It's close. <laughs> Man, we can shoot already. Right right Nick and Nick, 98 90. <laughs> <laughs> shit and shit of All right, let's get to a break. Uh, I believe we have Ice Cube joining us on the other side. Let's go. I cannot wait to chat with him. He's been pissed off at everybody. Yeah, yeah. he's not happy right now. 
I can't wait to talk to him. Be like, what's going on? Are we okay? Come on, Ice. What's the deal? <laughs> okay, we were big Ice Cube fans. Yeah, you remember rapping with Mount Westmore, bro. I got two subwoofers in the back. Like, what's up? Blow the windows out the frame. It's a party when I pull a big, big two sub. Yeah, love big big sub. That's uh-huh. it right there. I've heard Who's he pissed at? Who's he mad at? At the gatekeepers. Gatekeepers. The world. The, gatekeepers. the guy who's presenting at the ESPYS probably. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Gatekeeper. Right of Ohio. I'm a big yep. gatekeeper. You're, you're you know, Ohio. I've, I've always wanted to be a gatekeeper. You're right. You're Ohio's gatekeeper oh, yeah. right now. Officially, you are Ohio's gatekeeper. It's tough with the delay, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit tough, but what isn't tough is to get into baseball whenever they're having their home run derby like they did last night. So much fun watching Vladimir Guerrero Jr. win the home run derby just like his dad did so many years ago. And obviously watching him take daddy hacks as jet passing calls. <laughs> it was reminiscent of his daddy winning the home run derby years ago. That's a fun thing. Tonight is the all-star game. Obviously it matters. People will care about it. And then tomorrow night, I am here in Los Angeles for the ESPYs. I will have a microphone and the man that I'll be introducing here in a few seconds. We'll be presenting an actual award. The Toxic Table is here at Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor, and at Boston Connor's Mullet. Boys, you guys are crushing it over there. You too, Pat. You too. Holy hell, we just moved over to Foxy's uh, laptop here. Much clearer picture than just uh, cell phone. I appreciate Foxy a lot for traveling with me and being here. Uh, One half of the hammer. God. Cowboys, Tone Diggs is here. You look great, Tone. Real thin. Brian, you know, in the hawk house this morning so yeah no big yeah deal. tony moving weights this morning in the hawk house hawk house you joined the morning boys i, I joined you, you the morning joined the- boys this morning um you know it was about what to- a play by you we're about to go on like a two and a half week break <laughs> you decide <laughs> i love it well yeah. you know i've been i've been waiting some for, for some stuff in my in my life to happen and it, and it finally happened yesterday so today was the day that we started working out in the hawk house Way to start bopping again, pal. Uh, Congrats. Congrats. Uh, 14-year NFL vet is on the stage there, Adam Pac-Man Jones. And joining us live from Manatican, Ohio, is a man who's a uh, world-renowned awards presenter, and he will showcase that tomorrow night at the ESPYs. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. AJ I'm not 100% sure if our guest is with us or not. Um, Not yet. Okay. So we will continue (laughs) our conversation from the first hour, Pat Fitzgerald fired. Okay, it's the dawning of a new day at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Home run derby was last yep. night. Is there anything yep. we've missed, boys? Anything we've missed, boys? The only real big news that I think you probably want to touch on is Anthony Richardson absolutely throwing down at the YMCA and kissing babies. Yeah, Pac-Man, I know you live over there in Cincinnati, and you love the way that Bengals team looks. <laughs> okay, and Joe Burrow is a superstar. They're saying Drake May yeah. is the next Joe Burrow, by the yep. way. They're saying he might jump Caleb Williams in this entire who's the first pick of the draft next year mm. with how this year's about to go for North Carolina mm. and for Drake May. He's got Clyde Christensen down there as his quarterback coach. If you do recall, Clyde Christensen been in the NFL for like 35 years, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, right, Andrew right. Luck, many others who he has coached as a quarterback coach. So that's going to help Drake May going in there. And Joe Burrow's a dog and the AFC is loaded. And yeah. this guy's best friend who they do plant drugs together all sure. the time is mm-hmm. in the AFC now. And mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is in the AFC. Oh, and yeah. Obviously Lamar Jackson's still what? in the AFC. What? Odell Beckham Jr. And Kenny Pickett yep. is in the AFC. Yeah. Bills. 
are in the AFC and there's somebody <laughs> calling my hotel room right now. I assume it's potentially somebody from the ESPYs who wants to run another joke by me, but <laughs> I would like to let everybody know. There's Foxy sneaking in the bathroom maybe to go bop right now on the phone, but I would like to let everybody know that every time I see a video of Anthony Richardson doing what Anthony Richardson does, which is get up and hi on people all over the place. I get more and more excited for him in that Shane Steichen offense where he's going to be doing a little bit of this, and then he's going to be out in the break. You see this when he breaks the second line. and Nothing. Don't like how much he uh, Uh there on the landing. And that guy obviously said, this motherfucker is unreal. This dude's (laughs) alien. Could you imagine showing up and seeing Anthony Richardson playing your pickup? And I will say this about Indiana basketball. Good Indiana basketball yeah. players. Pickup oh, yeah. games here in Indiana are good. So especially down at that Ursay YMCA downtown that Jim Ursay and his family donated $40 million to or something That's like that nice. to have happen. Yeah. What do we need? We need a gym. For who? Well, your grandkids are – you got it. Fucking $40 million. What, what do we uh, – we need to get Lolita <laughs> on a 10-hour flight. Uh, how do we do that? Well, uh, just build a fucking aquarium and a plane. <laughs> how much is that? 15, whatever, fucking 15. Jim Irsay is an awesome asset to have on your side. We all learned that yesterday. But so is Anthony Richardson. I do not like, though, how they're talking about Anthony Richardson right now, AJ. Jim Irsay is like, well, brother, Bick, brother, lightness sake. Peyton Manning played a lot of college football, almost won a Heisman or whatever, and he went 3-13 and his first year. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is that Uh the first thing you're saying? Uh Why is that the first why is that the first thing you're saying? Then you hear everybody's – I think they're trying to temper expectations as much as possible, probably for the pressure on him. But as an Indianapolis Colt fan, we had the most boring and horrific offense in the NFL last year. Yep. And the thought of that guy who's doing that down at the yeah. Ursa YMCA, and we've seen other videos, is now going to be on the field, immediately gets me excited. But it seems like the Colts are trying to tell you, like, let's fucking relax. But I don't want to hear it, AJ. I don't want to hear that. You should want to hear it, though. This is something that I know uh, Michael Lombardi always gets pissed when teams say, oh, this guy is light years ahead of where he was last year at this point. Like, it's usually talking about quarterbacks. When he's saying, hey, you're doing the guy a disservice because all the fans and everybody who are watching are going to expect this guy to be a finished product when he gets on the field. No, I think the Colts are, are smart. They know this guy is an absolute freak. Like, yeah. How easy he's going to dunk it and play, like everything about it. I would just be worried about, hey, man, don't get hurt. That's all I care about yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I'm talking about him. But, hey, he's – He's so good. I think it's great. Like, keep the expectations low so everything the guy does, like, just kind of ease him along. And who knows? He may be day one starter. You never know. Hey, Pat. I think yeah, Don, go I, ahead. I think you should be geeked, though, because the, the athletic ability that he's showing, showing us, and we've seen that he can throw the ball a mile away. Um, I think you should be happy. This It should be exciting. Me too. He, now, he might not make every throw. We, know, we understand that. He's going to throw some interceptions. But it's a lot of ways that he can be – um, um, really good without just using his arm every play. And I think that picture that was just shown, like this dude's bought into being an indie because remember there was a time where people were saying you shouldn't draft this guy, yeah. especially at four because yep. he hasn't played enough football. So like with the Colts taking a shot on him at four, I think he is the most grateful guy in this entire draft from the – like the way he's talked, obviously he let off with the Marshawn Lynch joke and the way his family spoke, his little brother who sounds like he's Forrest Whitaker, mm-hmm, but uh-huh. he's <laughs> actually 12 years old yep. or whatever the case. Like, I love the cut of this guy's gym. Mm-hmm. I absolutely 
love it and enjoy it. Every highlight I see of him, I get excited. Every act of kindness I see him do, I get excited. The future is very bright. But how long is that future going to be, Con Man? You uh, know, how long? What? Because when you're living in it, oh yeah, you know, when you're living in it, it's a lot longer than ten years from now. You look back, like remember, he had those two years that weren't. It's like two years. Mm -hmm. That's five hundred thousand dollars worth of sweet expenses. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> long, long time. Well, I mean, that is without the escalation. Let's be realistic here. It's probably close to a million, maybe 750000 depending on how much they want to use you for their promos, and then it'll probably be an added fee after that. But if we're thinking just like this year, that prob did happen. probably, yeah, it did happen. Uh, probably, you know, not going to happen because I just always go back, especially in these situations where it's like athletic freak can throw it a mile. You just go to Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen, it took him two years. He That third year they went to the playoffs, and even then they were still, you know, a wild card team, but they were still a good team. And with Steichen, it does feel like the same with Buffalo with Josh Allen, where it's a perfect situation. Yeah. They're going to like kind of cater the team towards him. Uh, I do think they're going to be kind of decent, which sucks because I hate the Colts, but I do feel like with Richardson with some sort of like, okay, this isn't going to be a guy who's going to be here for a year, and then we're going to go through, you know, learning the system with another quarterback next year, like they have the last four years. This does feel like, even for the players like Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly, who might not have had the best year, like it's like a second wind with a rookie, and he's 20. Mm -hmm. So it's not as if he is 25, 24, he's coming out of college and he only played his senior year. Like he's 20 years old. They have three years before he's even kind of what all the other rookies were at. I know Mac Jones, I think Kenny Pickett too. They came in at 23. Yeah. So if you're just looking at age-wise, then he has tons of time. But, yeah, yeah. it is going to be two years of you know a lot of money towards season ticket holders and watching this team kind of develop. But – you're still going to get that, you know, 80 yard touchdown run from Anthony Richardson out of nowhere. Kind of, like, yeah. Kind of like Justin. Which Fields. we need. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which just puts asses in seats, and yeah. or actually the asses are always in seats, no matter what happens at Lucas Oil. But yeah. at least puts people in some oh. sort of perspective of like, hey, that was kind of a compliment and a shot. At yeah. the same time, I don't yep. know how to feel. I'm kind of incredibly, pushed. incredibly comfortable. And, yeah. and that is a that is a compliment to both Jim Mercy and the taxpayers of the city who are paying for the stadium and it is also kind of a, a sign of what the team has been as of late so at least you are getting that but you're saying they're still going to the games which they do the Colts fans yes will go to the games that one year so obviously winning this decade in the history of the NFL happened I came in the last three years of that okay so I was towards the tail end very lucky to kind of watch the way they operated you know the way that team operated the way Jim Caldwell operated just the way I was fortunate as fuck to come in towards the end of that. And then obviously they're winning too. So it's like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was having documented. I was having a blast a little bit too much, a little bit too much fun <laughs> is what everybody would say. But whenever you're watching like the tail end of that thing, you also notice that the fans are just like, Hey, this is what this is now. Like yeah. we win 12 games a year. We win 11 games a year. We get to the playoffs. The season doesn't start to the playoffs. That's kind of how the yep. Colts fans, then Peyton ends up with that neck injury, spine injury, and the first time I found out about that during training camp, and I thought I was pretty close with the guy. I don't know how many people really knew him. He had wires coming out of him. And all of a sudden, we go 2-14 and 14 that year. Mm. Fans are showing up with bags on their head. They're still selling out the stadium, okay? Still selling out the stadium, still showing up. But they're showing up like it's the fucking Cleveland Browns. Like, Eesh. embarrassment. This is embarrassment. It's like, okay. So Colts fans have come to expect, like, we're winning. Yeah. But – Colts fans will still show up if you're not, 
but they're going to let the team know, you know, like last year, boy, there was 70,000 people in that stadium every single week that wishes they were watching anything else mm-hmm. other than those fucking horrible football games. So if this guy comes in, does a couple backflips, yep. does a couple fucking long throws, but, that's a win. That's a fucking win, I yes. think, as a guy who's trying to build a business. And you listen to the Chargers talk. And the way the Chargers spoke and the way uh, Coach uh, – uh, Staley Brandon, and Tom Telesco talked about it. Brandon Staley, yeah. But the way Staley talked about it, when he pitched, I think, to become the head coach, to become the offensive mind. He's like, we're going into L.A. We need to have an explosive, entertaining brand of football. Mm-hmm. It's like with Anthony Richardson, we automatically have that. Yeah. I think that is miles ahead than what we were. Oh, yeah. And I think that is a big deal, too, even if we do fucking suck next year, Mac, man. I don't think y'all going to suck, man, because the running game should be back. Um, I know y'all ain't got that good of a line, but if that boy healthy, y'all will be all right. What's that, Tom? You guys, um, or is there any NFL facility that actually has like a half court or full court uh, yeah. basketball hoops in it? Yeah. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah. We have one in Tennessee. I mean, say uh, Cincinnati have one. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. And we have one in Tennessee too. I just figured they wouldn't just to try to avoid injury because you're right. That's only- such bullshit, bro. What? That's such bullshit. Like AJ saying that, like what he said. I'm just worried he's getting hurt. Like I actually. No, that's that the well truth. No, agreed. I actually thought that while I was watching it too. I'm like, Anthony, we don't need you dunking on these right, fucking people. To his ankle but, there, you know, uh, they're not going to pay him. Yeah, but then whenever we think back to when we were playing, like there's guys that the only cardio they would do is basketball, and it's yeah. like when people were telling him, like, "Hey, don't do that." I'm like, they're fuck. They could, they could get hit by a car. It's like true, but also, Anthony, let's <laughs> not, you know, yeah, NFL joining us now, yeah. joining us now, ladies and gentlemen is a man who's in the Hall of Fame of life. Hell okay? yeah. Obviously, megastar on the stick, on a microphone. He's what? written and produced and acted in movies what? that have sold millions, <laughs> millions of dollars in tickets. I assume he's got 15 new projects on the mind currently. He's the founder of The Big Three, which is currently taking place on CBS during the weekends. We've all been catching up with it. So Mario Chalmers playing. What? Last weekend, actually, was kind of. Ladies and gentlemen, Ice Cube. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. hey, hey. what's happening with y'all? Hey, Cube, good to see you, man. I'm in LA right now, actually. I, uh, you know, getting a little sense of this beautiful, fine weather. It's not bad out here, Cube. Not bad. You look like you in LA. <laughs> I mean, you kick back. You know what I mean? You know, all you need is a what you what you drinking on, man. You know, that look like so- a little dark liquor right there. <laughs> Well, most people say it's my piss cube, so I appreciate you not saying that. But it is uh this is actually just a green tea, but I did stop by one of the local uh greenery stores. Yeah. You know. One of the local greenery stores. Pretty sure stores. you did. <laughs> Pretty sure you did. How's Big Three going, man? How's the season going? I watched last weekend. Uh, I saw you sitting courtside. You looked awesome. I saw the teams continue to play. feels like the level of play from previous seasons has been upped a little bit. How do you feel about how the season's going, and what are your thoughts up to this point? Amazing, man. You know, we 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 had great games, and you're right. The athletes have gotten a lot better. You know, you have to – you have to bring it in the big three. You know, nobody takes a playoff. Um, and we had an amazing turnout in, in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So we had a lot of the, the 
pioneers, you know, from Grandmaster Flash to Melly Mel to Karis One, uh, come out, right. Chuck Chill Out, you know, uh, Ja Rule performed, you know, so it was just MOP got down, you know, it's it's just it's growing um, at the rate that we expected, you know, uh, we're getting more and more people watching every week. Uh, we started off, you know, like four ninety three. Um, as far as ratings, 493,000. Then it went to 502 last week. Now it's up to 525 this week. So it's moving in the right direction. People are loving the big three. Uh, they're getting into it and they're having a the ball with it. We got week week four coming up in Memphis on Saturday. Those are massive numbers for the middle of summer. You should yeah. be incredibly proud. You should be incredibly proud by that. Go ahead, AJ. I heard you talk about that the NBA players aren't really allowed to talk about the big three anymore. They don't for some reason. What do you think is going on there? Why would they not be able to promote or just talk about how, how cool it is? I think they were just told not to mention the big three on the air. Um, I mean, we know how much the NBA really, you know, we saw it. We could see how much the NBA really um, controls who talks about them and who, who doesn't and, what's said and what was not said about the league or other leagues. So, you know, I was told by somebody I trust who actually played in the big three, who was an announcer that, uh, that he couldn't speak on it on air. Isn't that interesting though? I, because wouldn't you think like more basketball is good for all basketball? Right. You know what I mean? Like popular basketball is good for all basketball. Have you tried to press a little bit to get more answers or information on why you think that is the case? Well, when we met with Adam Silver and Mark Tatum in 2017, when we started the league, that's exactly what he said. He said more basketball is better for, for all the basketball. And, you know, it's just shocking that it's not really shocking, but you know. You hey, why does this happen, Cube? Mouth. Huh? Cube, you're in you're in sports world, you're in music world, you're in movie world, right. you're in every world, right? I mean, writers guilds go strikes going on right now. I assume you have some sort of thing in that. How come there's so much bullshit and everything? You think, Cube? Have you done a deep dive into why? You think, <laughs> because just just for me now, obviously, I didn't come from Compton, and we were very lucky to kind of see the entire come up of you and your crew and how you changed the world and everything like that. But I didn't have a lot of connections or knew a lot of people that were in successful positions growing up. I think the most successful person I met was like my dad's friend who was potentially a professor somewhere. And that was like, oh, this guy made it. He was driving a fucking BMW or something like that. But now that I'm kind of getting through life and you start meeting these people who are at these top places it's very eye-opening about how much bullshit is out there. I assume you've had to deal with this a lot. Why do you think that's the case? Why do, why do you think that is the case? You know, people will, will lie and do things that are diabolical to, to protect their interests, to protect their money, to protect their status, um, to not have to deal with competition. Um, so, you know, they... You know, it's a lot of bullshit in the air. You know, a lot of it has to do with money and controlling the money. Um, and, you know, we have to all have big shovels to even breathe because we all, you know, I did an album called Everything's Corrupt, so I know what you're talking about. 
I fucking love that you're a part of our society, though. We need more people like you, Q. Pac-Man has a question for you. Q, my first question, I was looking at the cities y'all going to. Is it any? I like that shirt. I you like that me? shirt. You smell me? Yeah, yeah, man. I like that shirt, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you coming to it? When can we get it in Atlanta, Cincinnati, or Indy? Ooh. Oh, you know, we were in Atlanta last year for the championship. Um. You know, the thing is, it's like a rolling all-star game. You know, you got to catch us when we come through. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to hit Memphis. Uh, we're hitting Charlotte. Hopefully next year we can get to Cincinnati. We can get to uh, Indiana. We, we've played Indianapolis before. Okay. And so, you know, we're just – we got to pick our uh, pick and choose, you know, basically 10 spots to play in. And, you know, like I said, if we somewhere near you, please come through, fall through, come mm -hmm. in. And uh, have fun with us. You know, it's worth the trip. It's worth a, uh, a special uh, fly-in to find the big three. You know, a lot of guys do it. I'm going to catch you one. one Pat, go days. ahead. Your second question, Pat. Go ahead, pal. Um, how hard is it getting top athletes to come over and play um, in the big three that's coming from the NBA? Well, you know, you some guys, when they retire, is you know, they're done. So it's, it's not really about – your name at this point it's about your game you know oh. can you still play at this level can you still do you still have a fire and the passion yeah. to be a pro and um these guys ain't playing you know you get you get more money if you win than if you lose in the big three so you know you know that make you play hard yeah. every day of the week so you have to have a level of uh you got to be ready to to fight for it and play hard and it's not ticky-tack, you know, so you got to be a true baller that want to play in the traditional style. So you're making it a, a spectacle, these live events, it sounds like, and I think that's the right play because when people get out, you said it's worth a trip or whatever. With what COVID was, with the amount of people that were just kind of locked in their houses, kept in their houses, I think people getting out and going doing things is a whole thing now. Like, all right, we got to go do this whole thing. So you making it a big-time show – yeah. with big three basketball also taking place. I think that's the right play. Has it always been that way? Are you trying to lean into that more, or what do you see for the future? No, it's always been that way. Uh, we've always seen, you know, sports and entertainment as, uh, you know, like macaroni and cheese. You know, they go together. And yeah. long as you long as you take the sport serious and you don't muck around with how the sport is played, you know, we have unique rules, but, you know, we take those very serious. But everything else is fun. Everything else is entertainment. We let the guys trash talk. Um, we play six games um, in one day. You know, they last about 45 minutes apiece. So it's a whole day. So we got to make it a festival. Yeah. We got to make it, you know, a festive day, you know. Um, and so we got entertainment coming through. We got dunkers, dancers, DJs, break dancers. You know, we got activations. Monster Energy is doing things. You know, um, game. we just got to, yeah, we just, you know, we, we're taking the, um, the, the kind of, you know, uh, WWE approach yeah. of just making it a massive entertainment Let's spectacle go. and have fun with it and then make the games deadly serious. And uh, it's a fun event, and it's affordable. 
the whole family. You seeing families at my events. A lot of kids who won't break the bank, um, and it's a whole day of entertainment. Get out that sun and come see the big three. Dude, it's something to do. Like, I think that's a, you know what I mean? A lot of these places, there ain't shit to fucking do. So, like, it's <laughs> yeah. something to do. It's an incredible spectacle, it sounds like. Yeah. You're going to watch great athletes do their thing. Ratings are boosting on TV every single week. Feels like you got, hey, let's go. Man. Fuck those let's gatekeepers. Go. Yeah. Huh? We're rolling. Yeah. We are rolling, you know, we, bro. You know? We have gates when we hit fences. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm used to that. You know, everywhere I wanted to go that was locked up, we just hit the fence and went in anyway. So, you know, um, that's how we get down. So they ain't stopping. You can't stop the bum rush. Public Enemy told us that in 1987, and it's true. I love that. I'll tell you what. There comes an age, though, where you can't get over that fence anymore. You know, <laughs> that's all right. You know, you, you send the youngins in and they come unlock it for you and you walk through. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going to get, get in. We're going to get in. Need you to come. We're going to get uh, in. Connor yeah. has a question for you, Cube. Yeah, Cube. One of the things that we loved that you were doing before was Mount Westmore. And I know you guys came out with an album last year. Has there been, you know, more stuff with that? And do you think that's something that maybe, you know, at these big three events, you guys might just, you know, pop up there and do a couple songs for the people in the stands or what? I mean, I, I I would love for the Mount Westmore to get down. You know, it's you're dealing with four, you know, superstars that that got multiple businesses. So sometimes it's hard for us to all get together. You know, during the pandemic, it was a little easier, um, but you know, it's it's a little harder now, which is fine because we always gonna get down. I think we always gonna do music and drop music, and we'll tour when when the timing is right for everybody. Hell yeah. Big, 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 big sub woofer in the back. Like, what's up, blow the windows at the frame? It's a party when I pull it's up. Party big, when big. I pull up. Big, big, big. Hey, that's a yeah. fucking banger. Yes, yes. That is a. It is. That is a banger. Because there was a time I don't know when he came on. Maybe two years ago, three years ago. I forget what it was. And I was like, Hey, Cube, we need some fucking bangers. Again. Yep. Nobody's making bangers anymore. And then you guys showed up with big subwoofer. I want to let you know, I'm very I'm very grateful for that. And much like Connor, I think we're all excited for you guys to get back into the studio and oh, yeah. get to a show. Diggs has a question for you, Q. Yeah, Q, now that you guys have been doing okay. it for a few years, have you found, like, a feeder system for for the league? Like, is there is it guys from the NBA that perform best or college? Or, or where are you finding the best three, three versus three players? You know – that's a great question. It, it's its own sport. It has its own skill set. So we've been surprised a lot. You know, some guys come from the NBA. We think they're going to light it up and they get locked up. <laughs> and some guys who never made it to the NBA, you know, um, Kevin Murphy, he's our MVP. I think he had a, I think he had a, maybe a, a year or two in the NBA, but you know, he's our MVP. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe, you know, two-time champion going for a three-peat. Um, so it's a, it's its own thing. You know, in, in the NBA, in five-on-five, five, you can be a specialist. You can be a defensive guy. You can be a three-point specialist. You can be a rebound guy. In the big three, can't do that. You got to you gotta be able to dribble, pass, uh, shoot, and defend. And if you can't do that all at a high level, you will be exposed yeah. and you will not have success in the big three. It's not about your name. It's about, it's about your, your game. game. <laughs> we thought you were going to light Straight it up. up. 
You got locked up. Mm-hmm. A lot of bars yeah, coming yeah, out of Big A lot Junior. of bars. Yeah, yeah. A lot of you know, I, I got the bars. I got the bars for days. You know what I mean? I got the <laughs> bars. I got bars like Pac-Man got hands. You know, Pac-Man got hands for you, baby. Yeah. You better, Smell me. Hey, you better, Smell you me. Pac Man to put them hands on you, so I got I got bars like Pac Man got hands. <laughs> Cube, did you hear about? Hey, you, you remember that we all saw the video of him beating the fuck out of that guy at the Atlanta airport with uh, Popeye's chicken in his hand? Did you? We learned. We literally just learned of this a couple months ago. That was because Shaq. He was literally fighting somebody because they talk shit to Shaq. Could you imagine being Shaq's bodyguard? That's fucking Pac Man. It's a wild That's story. Right, you know? a, I mean, he 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 was. You know, he was. Uh, you know, um, for lack of a better word, you know, a beast on the on the field. You know, uh, fast and 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 feisty and 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 um and would lock you up. And so it, it's just great, you know, that that I get a chance to say what's up, Pac Man. Man, it's great baby. to have you on here speaking, Holly. Man, you're very inspirational. That I'm watch everything you've done, man. I appreciate that too, man. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Hell yeah, this is a cool video. Look at this. Huh? Look at this. Mm-hmm. Huh? How about it? Moment. What? Huh? We just had a moment. Hey, Pat, you, 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 you bring it, you're bringing us together, man. Yeah. You're bringing us together. I appreciate it, man. Got the best job hey, in the world, salute. too, bro. Best job in the world. Get to sit here and hey, talk no, with these ice, guys. I told him. Hell yeah. Cube, I told him, though, he's got to shave those fucking dreads. Yep. He wants to be no, part no, of this no, show. Nah, man. Nah, nah, yep. nah, nah, nah. nah. Pac-Man got to be Pac-Man now. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about how dumb people are, bro. Like, yeah. think about some – allegedly this was happening at a pretty successful place where uh, football players would come in and they'd be like, yeah, you got to shave those dreads off your head or whatever. It's like, why would you ever fucking what, – what, what, do you want to succeed or do you want to – I don't under this is the world we're in right now. I don't know if you've heard about this. Northwestern has this football situation right yeah. now, Cube. That is just like Whoa, no. only dude, yeah, there's a hazing thing going on. They just fired their coach. Cube, this guy's been a coach mm. of their team for 17 years. He got fired last night uh, because of some hazing stuff and some other racist stuff that's come out. It's like they stink though. It yeah, makes they, sense why they stink. They for, maybe had a couple. You wonder why? Yeah, bingo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, how are your? Hey, how's the culture of the teams? Teams hang out with each other. Like, what is the? How often are they around? Do they practice? What are? What is it like for the big three teams? Yeah, they definitely hang out together. Uh, you know, we got a family atmosphere for sure because we're together for ten weeks throughout the whole summer. That's why you don't want to lose to nobody because they're gonna be in your ear from week one. <laughs> All the way, you can't escape. You know they they always there. So, you know the trash talking is is always flowing. Um, and what they do, they fly in uh, a day before the games and get a practice in, and um, you know a run through. Um, you know, not too much. We want them fresh for Saturday. You know, having a week off, it, it really allows them to um, you know recover naturally and uh, be ready to go hard again, you know, by the weekend. Uh, so we treat it like the NFL in a lot of ways. You know, not too much not too much uh, wear and tear during the week, but let's get down on... on... Is that I mean, me? Let's just get down on Saturday. No. Oh, there it is. Hey, the thing is, like, there's some coaches <laughs> that I've literally heard them say, 
Let's just get these fucking guys a Sunday. Okay, right. please. We don't have to. Let's what? just get yeah. these guys a Sunday. Okay, we got Tordell coming Sunday morning. Let's just get these guys to Sunday. Well, we got to go through. Uh, okay, let's no. figure out how to do that in a different way. Let's just get these fucking guys to Sunday. I like that you have that with the big three because you got some older players. Yep. Obviously, Mother Nature and Father Time are going to do their thing, and I think that's smart. That's why the ratings are climbing. AJ has a question for you, Cube. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've right. heard people say like, hey, "I wish uh, Dwight, you guys go get Dwight Howard, try to get him in the big three. Guys like that maybe playing overseas. Is it hard to try to recruit some of them, or you think you're going to get some to, to come on over? Um, it, it depends. You know, each guy is different. Of course, we we went after Dwight, after Isaiah Thomas. You know, after a few guys, and you know, maybe he's having too much fun in Taiwan. I don't know. <laughs> um, so so. But we're here. You know, he may not want to play this year. He may want to play next year. The thing about the big three is um, you won't age out. You know what I mean? It's like you can play or not. You know, if you if you, if you can't play at this level, you'll probably know and, and, um, and you know, and, and back out. But we're always here. You don't play this year. You can play next year. You know, we'll have a spot for him. How about Dwight? He is having a blast on his internet. Yeah. Crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's a whole new... I've been watching, like, Dwight Howard's fucking loving his life right now. I don't know if any of them speak <laughs> the language. They are. Man, he, I mean, they he, are. He, he rich in Taiwan, man. What's not the love? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's going to be tough to get him in the big three. It's going to be tough. Unless you guys are going to take the whole thing over there. Last question here for you from Ty. Yeah, Cube, you mentioned, you know, all the different businesses you have going on. And I know, I, I'm not sure if Clyde Drexler is still the commissioner of the big three. I know he was at one time. Yes. Um, but you're obviously yes. very, very hands-on with that. Does it ever get difficult, uh, like, juggling all the shit you have on your plate, whether it's your businesses and then all the stuff you have, you know, with the TV and then the film industry and your music? And then when something like this with the big three happens and there's all this red tape and bullshit and you kind of have to deal with it. Like, does it get difficult kind of juggling all that stuff and not putting certain stuff before other stuff? You know, sometimes it, um, you know, gets thick. I wouldn't say difficult, you know, cause we, we, you know, proper planning, you can, you can be able to deal with any, any situation. You know, what I find time, what I have, you know, what I find difficult sometimes is, making sure I carve out time for me to be creative and for me to think of the great ideas that need to be thought of to keep, you know, my career going. So, you know, I don't let them pack my schedule so tight to where I can't have those moments where I can still be creative and think about, you know, uh, what I want to do as far as an artist. So that's probably the hardest part is making sure I, you know, it's like making sure you work out, you know what I mean? So it's making sure you give yourself time to think of the good ideas and not just be bogged down with execution. What do you do? Do you go smoke some dope? You go into a studio? Yeah. What do you do? You no, nah, I don't smoke total? no dope. I just, I just tell everybody, never, you know, never smoke dope. Don't call me. I mean, I smoke weed. I don't that's know what, what you're oh, talking that's about. What we call you know what I mean? I yeah, weed. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's. 
But, that's what we yeah, said. I ain't smoking nothing. I ain't smoking nothing harder than that. Never have, never will. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Neither am I. Neither are we. We're all on the same page. Okay. We're all on the same page. <laughs> that's good, man. Ain't nothing like understanding, man. Because <laughs> worst thing in the world is misunderstanding. So <laughs> at the end of the day, <clears throat> um, you know, I just, you know, put put the phone down. Just don't don't respond till I'm ready. Don't uh don't care. You know. Don't care about what's going on till I'm ready to to deal with it. And you respond. playing music? And you playing music in the background? Sometimes are you? Sometimes playing we, music. You know, um, really, you know, I'm usually I think about things I want to do days and weeks in advance. I'm planting a seed in my own mind, and so when I'm ready to do it, it's already kind of there. So it's really about just making it happen. All right. Well, I hope I get a chance to smoke dope with you. Talking about weed. Yeah. <laughs> we can smoke some weed, man. You know what I mean? We can smoke some weed. Yes, sir. Okay. Anytime. Yeah, vitamins. Anytime. Vitamins. We'll smoke some vitamins. Tell your son we said I mean, what's you up. Know, I'm, uh... Go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. You know, I, no, you're about, about to say, to say we're I smoking said, weed here. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying, no, no, you know, it's just it's medicine. You yeah. know, it's medicine. We I'm not a need. doctor, but that's what I've been told. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I've been told it's medicine, <laughs> medicine. as well. So, I mean, I'm supposed to trust doctors. They fucking told me that. I don't know. You know we, they, I don't know. You tell me. Nonetheless, please tell your son we said what's up. I'm a big fan. And I'd like to let you know that we were so pumped that you were coming on the show today. That is why we did the show today. Just yeah. want to let you know that. To fucking chat with I you. I appreciate dude. that. Appreciate no problem. That, we're man. we're about you to know, um, two and a half week break coming. Two and a half week break coming. Oh, start tomorrow. Salute, man. Have fun. You know, if y'all anywhere around where we at, come come through. Unless you go on your way to uh, Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> where y'all at this weekend? Memphis, right? We in Memphis. Memphis this we're weekend. In Memphis. Yeah, we're right down the street week? from you know, right from down the street from Nashville, man. Come on through, man. Ooh. Where are you Back next week? Then? Huh? Uh, after that, I, I believe it's um, it's Miami. I believe it's Miami or Boston. Boston. Mm. We're in Boston. We're in Boston. Yeah. Wow. With TD Garden. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> they love their basketball. Yeah. Boston. Nobody's going to Boston. But we will now, Air, come see you. Come big... through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Boston people will. <laughs> but I'm just saying, outside, I we, we don't need us going to Boston. You know what I mean? Wow. We will definitely come to a show, though. You're absolutely crushing it. We appreciate the hell out of you. Good luck on everything. Thank you for trailblazing for all of us. Yes, sir. Hey, man, appreciate you guys coming in on your day off. Don't get fired, you know what I mean, like <laughs> Craig and Friday. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies. my school. He wrote that. You got knocked the fuck out. He wrote that. Unreal. Bars. Genius. He got bars. Yeah, they're going to come in and they get locked up. It's yeah. not about your name. It's about your game. It's like, God damn, they're just, they're just, they're just, <laughs> that brain just never, yeah, just never doing. stops doing yep. it. Still got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I appreciate the fact that he was on a big fuck everybody tour. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Love it. yeah. I love that. I wrote an album called. Everything's corrupt, so I know what you're saying. Yeah, that was yeah. Awesome. <laughs> knows exactly what you're saying. He signed awesome. on to do a movie with. Uh, isn't he supposed to do a movie with old Don Batista coming up here? Oh, ooh! I read that. I don't yeah, know if it's true that. or not, but I read that somewhere. I think I saw that as well. We'll see. Everything might. Pat, you going to a big three or what? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna catch the game. 
You said we'll see with what? what, what, what you I said, said, I'm, I'm going to see which game I'm going to catch you. I'm so, Ben, Pat, play point guard for him. No, uh, no Paul Hammy. Also, perform a song or two. Ooh. That might happen, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Entertainment. I give him a little. Get AB in there with you. Nah. Well. God oh, damn. We got bangers. AJ. We yeah, got bangers. bangers. <laughs> Hell is that? <laughs> have, him, have him open for you then. You say AB doesn't have bangers? I, I just got <laughs> home from the end. Shame. Pay, That's John, a good day. <laughs> John Payton talking about the deal, though. <laughs> Bars. Put that shit on. Uh-huh. Shit on. Cool he does have some bangers. He, do. I don't know if he, three, four, he got about four of them there. That's, that's pretty decent. There you go. Yeah. Whole I don't think Big Three would be able to afford it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not sure they'd be able to afford it. Antonio Brown. Uh, situation. What were you saying there, though, Ty? There's something going on. The writer strike, obviously, is a real thing that's affecting a lot of stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know that. And we hope everybody gets everything that they want. Have we learned what they want? And have they negotiated with people? Are we near the end of that? And then I heard the actors are potentially getting involved now. So what? what's about to happen here? Yeah, Ty, the, what are you here? The actor's strike would be, if the actors go on strike, that would be a massive blow. That would basic everything would come to a screeching halt. If that, uh, In terms of the writer's strike, I I don't know. I think they're kind of still doing it, but uh-huh. they it's it's all about you know the AI writing scripts and stuff like that, and then same deal. These people who work on these TV shows get paid, and then the network sells the TV show to like a streaming platform for hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever, and they don't get a penny of it. So I think they're still pissed about that. But they basically said if the actors go on strike, like. Literally everything comes to a screeching halt. Like it'll be a sense. Everything that's in production right now basically just stops immediately. No actors can go on like press junkets or tours, can't talk about anything that they might have worked on or might be working on in the future. I don't know if that one's actually going to happen. It seems like they'll probably get what they want more likely than the writers would in terms of like expediency. But it's supposed yeah, to today, right? Yeah, it, today is basically the deadline. Wow. Uh-oh. It's crazy times. Hopefully they get it all figured out. Hey, hope you all figure it out. Yeah. Yep. TC broke for the deal. Yeah, exactly. Need TC to just walk in there, kick down the door like uh, TJ Watt, yeah. and just get this thing done. I'm sure he will. All right, boys. I, uh, I'm going to go take a massive dump. Nice. Hell yeah. Okay. Right, pinky ring? Gonna, it all, you don't have a pinky ring, right? No. I have taken. I do have a bidet in here. Thank you for asking. Nice. I am going to get a waterfall nice. on my butt. Pretty good. You lucky <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I bidet oh, yeah. this morning after a pee. Yeah, I, I bidet this morning after a pee. Sure. Me. Why not? Might as well. That's awesome. Come on. Come on. Come on. Is that stand my up and, hole in Stand up and get a drink afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, I have not drinking directly out of the bidet just yet, but this one has great water pressure. The shower in this particular hotel has the greatest water pressure that I've ever experienced in a hotel ever. That's important. So, Real good. treat. Yeah. W- pillows are ass. Absolute Of shit. course. I mean, that is mm. hotel pillows. I-, I think the thing about them is there's so many rooms. So there's so many pillows that have to be purchased. So I think that there's always a decision made to get the shitty pillows because yeah. how many you have to buy and boy, that is a real, we got to start thinking that more whenever we're going to go stay in a hotel. Like, hey, maybe take a pillow. Yeah, Because the pillows are terrible. You know? It does make sense. That's where they're saving their money. Because, I mean, in some of those places, everything is perfect. But then you go to lay your head down at night, you know, and you're sleeping on cardboard. 
Yeah. So then you just go take a pee, turn on a bidet, rub the bottom, and just try to fall back asleep. Yeah, on on yeah. the bidet. That's right. Put the oh, I don't know if that would be too much overstimulated butthole. <laughs> True. <laughs> It'll be hard to sleep. Ask. Uh, I'm not saying who's that. Who? Who's Come on that? now, finish Come it. On. Who's that? He's associated with the Patriots for sure. What? Ooh. I'm just saying, if you're going to get a stimulated butthole, you know what I mean. It's going to be hard to fall asleep. Hmm, I'm racking what are we my talking brain. I, the only hmm. thing, yeah, it's weird because there's only one thing that's uh, right. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Sorry, my my head's in Lebanon right now. I can't get my mind what off do you mean? that. What's going on? <laughs> that's on, me. That's on me. What's happening in Lebanon? Stuff, bro. Yeah. Inside jokes, inside jokes on a Tuesday. Yep. This is awesome. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, there was a story about somebody's butthole coming out of the Patriots that obviously we talked about off air that we cannot talk about on air no. because we do get sued for stuff now, actually. So, Lebanon, though, we have to. There's another thing chatting about in the group text. I mean, there's here. a whole it's on the internet. Well, that's what I've heard. Everybody's going, even dead people. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> It is a wild time to be alive. We are very lucky <laughs> to be an internet sports program, and we are very thankful. This man tomorrow night is going to be presenting an SB award. Can't wait. Can't wait. Ty, anything to say to AJ, you know, when he heads out there to deliver the best award in the history of award shows? I tell you what, you better make him laugh, because if you don't, Oh boy, they're going to remember you. They're going to say I was the worst presenter in the history of the ESPYS. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't expect. I wanted like a Coach Lou Holtz, maybe like a. I'm not going to speak. Actually, oh well, yeah, we can. I don't think I'm going to speak. I'm not going out there to be fun. Well, listen, speaking. listen, AJ. Okay, we don't need the <laughs> woe is me. I don't want to present it. It's a great honor. Okay, it's one of the greatest American award shows in the history of this country. What? And you Hell get yeah. to go up there. And you get to bestow this honor, this trophy, on one of these <laughs> fine athletes or multiple athletes. I don't know mm-hmm. what. I'm not privy to what award you're giving out. Just yet. Neither are we. Okay, so mm-hmm. you guys don't even know either. So there's another moment. You get to say, wow, <laughs> I get to give out the award for the best WWE superstar. I mean, can you imagine? Do you ever think in your life, you know, yeah, you, you won a national championship in college. You won the Super Bowl championship. You know, you're the fucking president of the Ohio State. You're not my president. That's Donald J. Trump, number 45. <laughs> but you're the president of the of Ohio, and you, now you get to present an SB. How many people can say that? Don't dress like a jackass either. Your parents are going to be watching. Pistol wants to make sure you look good on the red carpet with your brother. That's right. Coach, I agree. You turn me around, Coach, for real. I do. I've changed my mindset on this going in, so thank you, Coach. I understand why you're a legend. The world is thankful, not just you, Bal. You're getting – you get to, not have to, AJ. I told you. you, Honestly, it'll be great. I'm excited. It'll be fun just to be in the room. To be clear to the people that are watching, I am forcing AJ to do this. Yes. (laughs) Obviously, they didn't want they didn't want AJ to be the face of the Arthur Ashe Courage Award, or I don't know. I don't know what if that's the case or what what award we're giving out. Great tennis player. You know that I know that AJ wasn't necessarily like the most excited to potentially. And then as soon as I heard him not excited, that made me (laughs) bingo super. This has to super excited. (laughs) You know, and then 
just kind of had to work some angles and be like, you know what I think? I think the all-time leading tackle for the Packers deserves. Amen. <laughs> present an award, doesn't he? Yeah. Doesn't he deserve to do that? Absolutely. And lo and behold, lo and behold, guess what we got? Here we are. Boom. We got the, Here we go. We got the president of Ohio going out there tomorrow night to fucking make memories. To give somebody a night that they're going to remember forever, AJ. Think about that. Think about that. Think about it. Think about it, AJ. Come on, AJ. Come on. Come on. I am. I get, I get, I get thrust into many situations <laughs> oh. that I may, I would not have had I not ever met you or been doing this program with everybody. And I've grown to absolutely enjoy how bizarre it, it usually is. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah! That this is not the first time I have forced AJ to do something that I've been forced to do. <laughs> Hell yeah! Sorry, I should clap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly won't be the last either. Yeah. And this is uh, this is probably my favorite up till now. <laughs> this this is a good one. Yeah, the yeah. whole, the entirety of it is Bit, good. Yeah, start like, start to finish. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing yeah. here. This is the best one. Yeah, pumped, pumped, <laughs> yeah. pumped, dude. Well, just think pumped. the day after that, you guys get to do ayahuasca with Aaron. How about, how about yeah. right there on the course? Lights off. Put us in a dark hole. Mm-hmm. Fucking grab the ayahuasca. Let's play some gaff. <laughs> Let's get rowdy. All right. I'm out of here. Big thanks to Ice Cube. Big thanks to Jet Passing. AJ, thank you, sir, for coming early. Pac-Man Jones, thank you for making the trip, bro. Well, hey, Pac. Hey, you know Ice Cube? Seems like he's a big fan, bro. Uh, I have never met him in person. You guys, that seems like that's going to happen, huh? Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that seems sure. like it's going to happen. That's cool. What if he puts you in a fucking movie? What if you do Ooh. a collab with my Westmore? I mean, oh, Pat, oh, let's shit. Go. Yes. oh shit. Hey, he's a good person to know. Great person to know, actually. I mean, he's fucking his brain is a big one. Yeah. Big brain. Genius. And he also got a, he's got a lot of fuck you in him too, which I you know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. Need that. that type of guy. How about him with that baseball bat? Mm-hmm. I seen in the movie. Oh, is that right? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Talks to table great work this week, pal. You know, two days, had three days last week. That's a full week. That's right. Yeah, you know true. I mean? Yeah. There you go. Didn't even think about it. That I wish way. I could I wish I could give you guys pats on the back right now. No. I wish I could give you pats on the back. Save those for Friday. Hey, actually, boys, if you could please, please. Look, it's a Tuesday. This is what makes pats on the back, not pats on the back when you do them like this. You know this. Ty gets it. Yeah, I'll take Shut up. Give them to Ty. Give them both, uh, especially for that Lou Holtz. Spread them out. Nice. Tony, that was yours. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Appreciate that. That was wonderful. Back, man. Great work. Great work. Tony's Great work. taking some for himself. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> that was fantastic. AJ? Go ahead, AJ. AJ. Turn over. Other way. Other way. Other way. Other way. Put your penis down, dude. What do you mean? Nice. What do you think I'm doing with my, my penis? You were trying to put it in his head. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Don't do that. Don't that would have been weird. Don't put your dog That would have been weird. Head. Imagine if I've... we did the, uh, you know, Drake at that concert. Drake oh, at that yeah. concert where he got the thing from the hologram that was yeah. actually a kid. What if right there we would have set up where it was like, I reach oh. in. <laughs> And I hand. grab a, and I grab something. I bring it back. And I'm like, yeah. Grab the double cider underneath AJ's yeah. desk. We need to do that. We need to figure that out. All right, let's jot that one down. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of yep. people watching. Jot that one down. We'll do it. Dump it. Dump it. <laughs> yep. we'll do it later. We'll do it later.
All right, everybody. <laughs> Have an incredible one. Tomorrow night, SBs. Hell yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the boys will be on the call for our uh, Road to Tahoe presented by PXG Finale, which is obviously the American Century Championship. Let's go. Uh, uh, AJ Hawks presenting an award tomorrow. We'll be back in a few weeks. I mean, let's enjoy it. I, I would like to let everybody know as I sit in this overpriced hotel that has great water pressure and a bidet <laughs> right behind me and getting an opportunity to go speak on the SB stage is really cool. And there's some people, obviously, that don't enjoy the SBs and hate the SBs and have attacked me for this. I would like to let everybody know, even the people that have attacked me for this, like, I'm very appreciative of everybody that lets us do this for a living. Yeah. Obviously, there's no show if no motherfuckers watch it. It would just be a group of friends talking on into microphones with nothing else. We are very lucky to have a show. We feel like our show is good. We feel like we have a good time. But at the exact same time, our show stinks and yep. we can understand why you wouldn't like it. So it's kind of a conflicted thing over the next couple of weeks. Why don't you really think whether or not you want to watch our show again? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Smart. Over the next two weeks, go try to watch some other stuff. Reflect. Go try to see if anything else will make your life a little bit smarter or better. Or those types of things. And if we see you when we get back, know that this show is going to remain this show. Hell yeah. It is literally impossible to change it. The reason why it's impossible to change it what? is because the brains that create this show what? have already been fully developed mm -hmm. and have gone to, this is what this is. What? So we are very lucky. We are very thankful. What? We hope you'll continue to rock with us. And if you don't, we understand. What? Have the greatest couple weeks of all time. We'll what? see you tomorrow night. We'll see you this weekend. What? And uh, yeah, this is an honor of a lifetime getting to do this every day for all you motherfuckers, even if you say terrible things about me on a regular basis, mm -hmm. which <laughs> happens in this profession. Sure. So I love you. We love you. We appreciate you. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye.